0: this is my podcast my podcast is amazing give it a lick
1: mm, it tastes just like dandies
0: the name of this podcast is trapped in a plastic but you didn't see that intro coming oh i have a little
1: blast from the past for the goody peepees
0: mm-hmm. sweet lemonade
1: sweet oh, sweet, sweet lemonade, lemonade. Mm, welcome wow. back goody peepees welcome back to the greatest podcast on the earth that's ever been ever ever ever. The it
0: under the plastic, the under the plastic. <laughs> <laughs> we may seem a little bit different this episode, but I assure you we're not. It's just that we've spent the last three hours and chain, three days, four days—I don't know—a lot of days together since Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon-ish. Yep. And it
1: is now Friday morning. Yeah. So that's a strange. It was an afternoon.
0: I got here like ten. Remember, you said show up at ten fifteen a.m.
1: Okay. It's a round
0: afternoon. Yeah, and it's roughly, you know, it's not 10 a.m., but it's not far it's, from 10 a.m. It's an hour away. So, it's, so, it's, you know, know. Yeah, three full days, 72 hours. Together. 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 Forever. Forever. And we will talk about briefly later why that was. Yes. But just know that coming into this episode, there may be some references that are to things that happened in the last three days that you don't know about. Oh, thanks for. Oh, this is a, this is a warning. Okay, this, this is, is good. a warning. Yes. So
1: those references are exclusively for us and right. for, our, for our comedy, not for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you
0: get them, though, that's bonus John Bucks. Okay. Like if I say, let's keep an it Italian, these John Bucks. The <laughs> I don't know. Okay. There's uh, we have the bots on it. It's oh, all it's the, all automated. The bots are on it. Yeah. 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 So example, if I say. Why is James crying? Because they just got ducked on. I ain't even lying. Yeah, it just got ducked on. Yeah. And you're going to like, oh, what does that mean? And you're going to put it in the old YouTuberino. Yeah. Hit enter. Yeah. And you're going to watch a great music video.
1: Yeah. Or you can just find it linked in the description below or the show notes if you listen to the audio version for our audio listeners. Oh wow. Look at you doing doing all the laborious YouTube searching for. Laborious. Them. All right. On to the preamble ramble. Preamble. We have a uh we had a note from our upstairs editor that said, Can you please limit the preamble ramble to two points, one of you each?
0: So we we tend to ramble. This is for you, Amber. Ian what? Ian? What did know. you randomly say Ian I, I saw a word. I'm, Who's Ian? I saw a
1: word in this paper that it reminded me of the word Ian. <laughs> if Ian, if you're watching this, what's we'll up, dude? Alright. Uh, Ian, Ian's like driving to work right now. <laughs> he's like, oh. And he just hears Ian. He's
0: hurt. <laughs> says, Death Wish Coffee. Whoops. Whoops. So, in the last episode of the podcast, I told that everybody that I started drinking coffee. which I have my coffee right here. Coffee. <laughs> and, um. And my wife got me this Death Wish coffee because I was like, oh, it's badass. Cool. Sounds cool. And then everybody in the comments are like, uh, you realize that that's like the world's strongest coffee, right? And it's got like five times the caffeine of a regular cup of coffee, right? And I'm like, I did not know that. <laughs> it explains a little bit why it makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, I'm not drinking Death Wish right now because I was like, I, I don't know if it's going to give me a heart attack. <laughs> but the weird thing is, because I drink so much diet, do like it wasn't like it, it hurt me or I felt made me feel bad. I was just like,
1: Pff. yeah. I mean, considering that you can knock back five and a half dews in one day.
0: Yeah, who drinks five and a half Mountain Dews in one day? <laughs> oh, like a like me when I was fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, may have did that Tuesday, and I even
1: got here at like ten a.m. I don't have since ten A.M. It's okay, because the next day you, you you pulled it back.
0: Well, yeah, because I brought a 12er. trick <laughs> like almost I, half and I drank half it. almost half the first day. I'm like, I gotta slow this train down. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is danger territory. This is dangerous territory. <laughs> so anyway, Deathwish Coffee. If this is our last episode, it's because I'm dead is <laughs> Deathwish Coffee. <laughs> I actually had a Death Wish. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean it's in the name. I'm trying to find a name and That's fucking, one of the is that's that's the Rodriguez video from Grindhouse death wish right or oh, is that, that tarantino's is,
1: that is that one lives in that world that universe yeah they have movies that like kind of like a similar vibe and death wish is definitely one of them yeah, kurt
0: russell has a car that he murders people yeah,
1: with. yeah and he's probably carrying a chainsaw and yeah. has like a fucking machete and a machine gun and yeah machete's another one yeah
0: this is halfway through a conversation yeah of about, something we talked about a day ago about danny trejo danny trejo who is on the mass singer Oh, yeah, he's explaining a <laughs> explaining to Amber who Danny Trejo is and the Machete. Machete. Okay. Well, glad you're all caught up now. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> that's that's my preamble ramble uh, topic, Scott. What what is preambly in your rambly right now? Okay. So
1: shout out to uh, Cody Leach who messaged me this on Instagram. Uh, we we're just sitting here working on our thing, me and John, and I read this message: doing the Lord's work, doing the Lord's work, and. It's linked to this thing called Miniacs Week, and you can check it out at MiniacsWeek.it. And I was like, okay, this is like a Mini Cooper thing, like I sure, get it, right? It's much of Mini Cooper uh, fanatics getting together and fucking driving Mini Coopers. That sounds like something that would happen in yeah. Italy, and because I know that the word "miniac" is associated with Mini Cooper lovers. Um, <laughs> not, not so. Not so. <laughs> uh, I opened the link, and it was to a miniature painting convention thing of sorts. I don't know if it's exclusively online or if it's also in-person events, um, but I was like,
0: "Well, I think Vincenzo is teaching there in person." Vincenzo so Celeste, yeah, yeah,
1: whose name on Twitch escapes me at the moment. Miniature's Den, Miniature's Den, um, is teaching there, and okay, it just feels a little weird. I don't want to, I don't want to be like message anyone that's running this thing and be like, "Hey, I own that word," because it feels like a douche thing to do, but also at the same time. <laughs> It's, like, it's weird to use the name in your event because it, it implies something about that, that I may be involved in either the administration of it, the creation of it, like the the production of it. And I'm not. I have no idea this thing existed until Mr. Mr. Leach here messaged it to me. So
0: you're going to get an email in your inbox in like this afternoon <laughs> inviting you f- to be the keynote speaker at, at the at yeah. s- opening ceremonies for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, no pressure. But we named it after you, <laughs> so you have. Well, I guess to come. I have to do it now. By the uh, way, we're not paying for your flight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this is interesting. By the way,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, it's it's. Oh, you know what? It is an in-person event. Otherwise, I don't know why they would specify the fact that it's in Milan. Sure. So it's, it's an Italian event. Sure. Um
0: Yeah. So that's awkward. So, yeah, it was just funny to see that. Anyways, so we discussed this. We first when you first showed this to me, I think we both had this response of like. Huh. That's uh. I don't know what to think about
1: that. Like, okay, here's my question that I'm generally curious about. I'm curious if they arrived at the word miniac without knowing my channel, which is a possibility. My channel isn't massive. Um It's. Got, I mean that. But in the miniature world, I feel like it's. Maybe it's
0: knowable. I mean, it's enough of a word that nobody around the table. It's when someone's workshop in the name. If somebody says that, that there's nobody around the table. It's like you know that that's a thing already it's right? a YouTube channel yeah right. like I kind of believe somebody would but I don't think they did because yeah if, the, if somebody knew they'd be like alright let's come up with a different name I would think yeah and, and the
1: reason I think that's probably the case is because the word miniac is like a word that you might arrive at in a vacuum much more quickly than a word like "squidmar" or sure. goober town right <laughs> because miniac is like very like on the nose about how it's related to miniaturating sure um so yeah more on the nose in a made-up word yeah Yeah. i mean fun fact i actually dislike that name because of how on the nose it is it's
0: like shoving it down your throat i'll give you it's like i'll give you ninjan for a million dollars
1: no see i like (laughs) ninjan okay and this is this is a preference thing i am not criticizing anyone but miniac for me is one step above the worst kind of youtube channel name which is like... Explain what you do in the name of your type. Exactly, exactly. I, and I I don't want to say any examples just because I don't want to like be too close to someone's uh, channel name to, you know, make them feel bad. But this is just a preference of mine. Like uh, putting miniature painting studio or like studios or like video maker or like like, TV or something like that in your name. It's just like, you know, obviously like it's a a name that's like shorter, more concise and, uh, you know, more brandable. Yeah. Yeah, there it Like is. the
0: guy that we watched a video last night where he refurbishes old tools and doesn't <laughs> yeah. talk at all. And I think the name of his channel is... Just,
1: just Hand Tool Rescue. <laughs> Hand Tool Rescue. <laughs> I don't like that name. Okay. Yeah. Great channel. Yeah. Love his videos. Uh-huh. I don't like the name. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I'm I like glad it. you
0: remembered it because I knew it was something like that, but yeah. I couldn't remember what the name was. Yeah.
1: So, like, I like Ninjan a lot. It's short. It's sweet. It, it is totally unique. No one's going to randomly name their convention it. Unless they are into ninjas and their name is
0: John, yeah. All the all, everyone that likes ninjas that their name is John are the ones invited to this convention, <laughs> yeah. and then they wouldn't invite me. That would be the ironic part. <laughs> They'd yeah. be like, uh, "Sorry, sir, we uh, you didn't get an invite." I'm like, I meet mean, all the criteria. <laughs> what the? I'm a ninja and I'm a John. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, that was weird.
1: Okay, we can move on now because talking about this is making me feel like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while we painted it. Well, we painted Reno, Scotty. Um, I didn't paint a goddamn thing, but I assembled but a lot of shit, assembled. And I put a lot of dudes on popsicle sticks. Uh tongue oh, depressors. tongue depressors, sorry. Uh, tongue depressors, sorry. It? I called these things popsicle sticks. Hey, oh, it sticks. says
0: popsicle stick on the packaging. It Says
1: popsicle stick family. It's a little family. Look, well, yeah, this dude.
0: is, you know what you do with this? You depress tongues. You go... Oh, ah, oh, ah, oh,
1: ah. Oh. You <laughs> put it in his mouth. Okay. See, so yeah, I, I, I God, I bought some of these, uh, these tongue depressors. John's going to get a call in the middle of the podcast. How very professional of you. Wow. Mine's on airplane mode. It isn't. I lied. I could totally get a call right now. I got a call.
0: It was, it was a number I, I didn't
1: recognize. Okay. We should have picked it up and like had the conversation on. The podcast. <laughs> Anyways, I put together a, uh, 80 some model dark Yell army. Um, there's a lot of models it's a lot of miniatures i put them all on tongue depressors uh in like units with uh the color scheme that i plan to paint them on the bottom of the stick so i can keep everything straight um and so i can hold them all easily because none of them are on bases mm-hmm. at the moment so the plan is to do the airbrushing step for the bases and for the models and then to glue them to the bases to make them easier to paint afterwards also because they wouldn't last that long on double-sided tape right. eventually they start to like little
0: do a little well, teeter do the lean Yes, the lean. Uh, yes, the lean. Oh, uh, I think we talked about last episode about your plan with the bases to do them all separate so you can airbrush them. Yes. Cool. Yes. And then just throw the minis on there.
1: That's part of the, one of the ideas for efficient army painting. Oh, is it going to be efficient? I'm workshopping it. <laughs> you got all those bases done? Uh, no. So I have to put dirt on a bunch of bases still. Um, but then that... That's the very last step before I could start
0: painting. So while Scott was spending the last three days uh, building his dildars, dildars, I was deciding, uh, hang on, I, I couldn't decide there if I had to poop or not. <laughs> um, I was That's painting like, a miniature.
1: It was like a choose your own adventure. Yeah, right. You arrived yeah. right at the crossroads and you're like, poop or not poop? And you
0: chose the not poof. Right? I, I think I just ran down the freaking woods line in between. It. <laughs> I think that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be too far from either path. <laughs> okay, um, you can't do that. I, <laughs> cheater! This is a terrible idea. <laughs> okay, there's a reason no one take. There's no path there. There's a reason there's not a path there. <laughs> so while you're doing that, I was uh, spent the last three days, roughly eight to ten hours a day. I think, maybe not that long in I each of know. the days. Whatever. Uh, call it seven to nine painting a display model that will be the box art for a mini that scott is creating it is an elf and if you are a keen
1: watcher you'll have seen the concept art for the elf in a video that i have made it's the end of your video i think i put out at the end of twenty twenty. So I painted one of those. Yeah, that was good. And I painted. I'll paint one, and then someone
0: else painted the third one. Yeah. And So there's you know, three models, three L's, and I, yeah, overall, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool experience. Mm-hmm. I never tried to paint that in that short a period of time to be to look like better than like fifty percent ball sack. You know. <laughs> and I well, was like, that, that was like seventy five, eighty percent ball sack that paint job. You know? Yeah, because you, I, I couldn't go. A hundred percent in no. the, those three days. No. I probably could have, but I would need to be, not be here here done
1: for like seven days. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. At least I would.
0: And it's rough doing all that in such, you know, I was going to say something else, but I can't say that, so I'm not going to say that. Okay, <laughs> you caught uh, yourself. I caught myself. There before are some I said
1: secrets it. we are withholding, uh, because uh, of the nature of the video. Yeah, uh, but you'll, you'll you'll figure it out soon. You you'll all will be revealed
0: in good time. Um, <laughs> I got oh, he did. The, he's leaning right now. It's just two. That's the path down the middle. He's just two bunch of toots. For our, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, we're kind of right. For our audio listeners, John just gave me, good, you know, just a little 45 degree
0: lean. Yeah. Just uh, let out one of those. Get that everything bagel going. Rum, (laughs) rum, rum. We had chicken last night. This fucking podcast is off (laughs) the fucking rails right now. (laughs) What else I painted? More so than normal. So Uh, I painted that. And then also since the last episode. Oh, you know what would be really fun? What? Do not swap me with that, or I will swap you with this. Oh, no. Yours has a hook. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> yours says finished army. I finished my army. Since our last episode, I had not finished my 40K army. Ooh. Yeah, 40K army that I was going to do in my free time in a week. And that was a Friday, so I still had Friday oh, to be. questions. Okay. I'm sorry. I finished
1: it. That's <laughs> all I got to say. What? Is- <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, I have questions in the middle of while you were saying something. <laughs> um, you mentioned wanting to... Uh, do some extra stuff to the army at the end of the video Mm -hmm. Um, and I was curious what those extra things were and I was curious if you felt proud when you finished it
0: because you said you did in the video
1: you said you did in the video but I I know for a fact that I oftentimes will do I'll lie in a video when I feel like (laughs) I'm supposed to feel proud about something and I'm I'm not Um, but that that, that could be a problem
0: with me exclusively I was curious how you're feeling you have a problem Um, I mean I do when I was done with those there's a reason why at the end of the video I asked I asked the question because I like actually had it to myself first. I'm like, hmm, what would it be cool if I came back to this and did it better? absolutely improved yes. it. The answer to that question is yes, yeah I, I think it's because I already had things in my head that I couldn't get to, yeah with time constraints yeah. and things that I looked at that I wasn't entirely happy with um By the way, I'm saying yes I'll make a good video oh, not, not yes, you need to do you it. must yeah yeah because that's what all the comments said you must oh jeez, you must I always think that'd be interesting the concept is interesting yeah and w- what does that look like how do you what's that thought process? I thought that that was interesting and i I don't I can probably think of some of the things i thought here but in response to the question um, did I actually was I actually really happy at the end it was amount it was the difference in experience between finishing up the army. Like I said in the video, like painting everything one at a time and looking at it really close or whatever, it wasn't like a really like a grabbing paint job. But when I set everything up to take the final shots of everything and it's mm-hmm. a full army together, it really did. I was like, Okay, this looks a lot cooler, okay. like this. Okay. So cool. like at the table or in your glass cabinet all together, like I was I was I was happy with it.
1: Awesome. Um, I want
0: to see it. It looks. I was. I thought it was really cool too.
1: I loved all the. I loved the Delac sub in for the cultist. So that was amazing. You know the bat motifs really cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked some of the little bits I did, like the different night lord shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. That made it look a little bit unique. Some of the things I uh, want to do different is I, I want to go back and actually put re-emphasize some highlights. I think is a big thing. On um, uh, what like specifically basically anything that was I took the time to highlight and accentuate like mostly like trim and and the actual armor itself and then on the faces to do pointed edge highlighting and I didn't re-highlight any of the gold at all too like there's some points that if I it's not a ton of time or a ton of steps on each model that like really boosts the overall contrast because your highlights kind of pop out a bit more okay. so that's a, a real basic thing I want to do some stuff with blood effects on there I just never got around to okay I want to go back in and add some variations um in depth of tone with with an airbrush with inks through an airbrush
1: like some purple on the blue or something like that or yeah
0: like purple in the shadows yeah just yeah. shoot it from below on the armor and right. that can go everywhere it's okay if it's overspray because yeah, it's kind of not, environmental not a bad idea yeah um, and then I I had considered, and I would be something I probably had to test for an, first, or not would be like a very thin blue ink through an airbrush around the the actual blue where the like light, lightning bolts and stuff are to yeah. boost that a little bit, and then go back through with pure white and just hit like the dots of the edges of the bolts. It's yeah. kind of a GW heavy metal kind of style thing. They're yeah they're. Yeah. Peaks of their edge highlighting, they take like their brightest color and just hit the little tiny corner of it where the two lines meet. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to do that with the lightning bolts, I thought that might be cool. It might add a little bit of, because add a little. Zhuzh. It is. It is desaturated. I didn't want it to look like ultramarines, but I think it might be a little bit overly desaturated. Sure. Um, which is, I think it still looks cool. I think without the lightning bolts, it would have been hard to read as Night Lord. So. so oh. That's so yeah. Cool. Those are examples of stuff. Okay.
1: I'm very excited for those things if you ever do them. They look pretty cool. I think the red OSL also is a really great thing. It's one of those it's a really nice
0: color. That's Chimera Red. Yeah. It's Chimera Red, it's not ink I wanted to use beauty. 'cause you've got a fluorescent FW red and I wanted to use that. It's not good. Oh, because I saw it's they had it at so Michaels. translucent. Oh. You need like a bazillion layers for it to not look like pink yeah and it's so easy to like flood something with an airbrush when it's really yeah be like that you have to be very careful and patient
1: and the more layers you do the glossier it gets and the Mm -hmm. more fucking spidery it gets yeah it's yeah that if you want like a really interesting pink um it's it's like a really interesting peachy pink that's like fluorescent uh in like i don't know three layers over white Hmm. it's interesting Almost be cool to for a a skin tone possibly or like some kind of like vibrant one like i'm imagining some kind of like synth wavy 80s retro led you know what i'm talking about do you see that color i don't know it's this weird orangey reddy color
0: oh yeah i know what you're talking about i can picture it in my brain noodle (laughs) it's in there with the yard pickles
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's the first one um okay
0: Now, Sky, you're way too young for this, but back in the golden age of RPGs on consoles, there was the Super Nintendo juggernauts, such as Chrono Trigger and, and Final Fantasy VI and Secret of Mana. I'm sure you've heard of these.
1: I have no idea where this is coming from, so I assume
0: this is for a sponsor. That's right, Scott. This is for Kenji's Quest, a wonderful new board game on Kickstarter right now, and it pays homage and gets all these awesome game mechanics from the golden age of RPGs. Oh, that Kenji's Quest? You mean the one that makes tons of Dragon and other monster miniatures that are compatible with other tabletop games? Yeah, that's the one. And we checked out Kenji's Quest, and uh, we were pretty hot and bothered by it. So we thought this this sounds like something that we could get behind, and so we made them sponsor this video. we made them sponsor it yeah we did we made them sponsor it that's how all of our sponsors work yeah it's all back alley tactics (laughs) it has a lot of really cool features such as
1: it has some compelling physical components like potion bottles that you can actually drink from and we saw that in the videos it was kind of insane (laughs) Uh, it has treasure chests and an awesome system for equipping your character sheet with weapons and gemstones
0: yeah, also, your performance in the game and the decisions that you make influence the plot in what happens later. That's pretty wild. And it has a companion app, which is freaking awesome because the game master, the game host, the person that's running the game, they can use that app to display the art, show stats during battle, and play the soundtrack and more live during the game. Yeah, it keeps
1: everything categorized based on like what part of the instance you're in. Most importantly, it has pretty awesome interest that don't okay they were designed for a chinese mobile game that you can even pledge for separately if you
0: think the game is lame a big thank you to myths and miniatures the maker of kenji's quest and you can click in the video description or show notes below and check out the kickstarter check out some videos and more information pictures on the game or you can go to Kenji'sQuest.com and get even more information about this wonderful kickstarter okay let's get back to the episode
1: our topic of today is why is mini painting so serious? Why so serious? This was (laughs) nice. This was uh, from one of our patrons, uh, Walter. Walter. Um, And, you know, at first uh, we had a bit of an argument, uh, a friendly argument. We weren't fighting naked or anything um, about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not going to say anything there. (laughs) Leave you hanging. About whether or not this topic was worth discussing. And I think after a bit. I at least realized that okay, well, we're talking about it now, so there's something to discuss about it. Maybe not exactly the question, but the nature of the question, why it's even being asked, what what serious means, how, what does what does youth mean, you know, what is life, yeah, right? So it got it got deep. So I, we're like, okay, what the fuck, like whatever, dude, <laughs> whatever. Let's have let let's talk about. I it.
0: wanna I wanna read out Walter's word for word question in. The aggression that he underlines this whole thing with is pretty it's pretty sweet. Thanks, Walter. Oh, is this
1: is this is this Walter uh Yeah. I gotta believe it's Walter Walter. Okay. I forget their last name. Walter so- Heidi. Walter, is Heidi, in... Walter Heidi is Walter Walter Sobchak. Heidi his last name is after the
0: B. Doesn't it? I don't wanna like say their last name okay. on the internet. Oh,
1: oh, oh I know it. Okay, okay, I remember. <laughs> I didn't know if it was that one, so I was trying to like Okay. It, all it said was walter submitted i okay. assume Walter's just a one name it's unimportant like, it's like
0: share walter madonna walter's the share the Prince, world elvis and walter he said it walter not me all right <laughs> all go. right here's his exact question how in the hell did painting plastic toys for fun get so damn serious We are shamed for our unpainted toys. We stress on painting better than the next painter. And depression sets in when we lose interest in our hobby for a while. What is going on here? Wow. Wow. Walter, you need to drink more Death Wish coffee and calm down. Yeah, Maybe he drank too much Death Wish coffee. I was just going to say that would not help him calm down. And that got him all pumped for getting stressed about painting. Walter, great question. Let's discuss it. Let's unpack this. A little bitty two shoes. <laughs> no, what? No.
1: <laughs> Even you're confused. <laughs> no. Okay, so there's a lot of angles you could take, and because I'm a fairly cynical person, the 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 first angle I took when this question was asked was this is just a this is this is a matter of just growing up and becoming an adult. Oh. Like when I was young, I like i had zero shame about the way i painted i did not care necessarily how other people painted i didn't like care to like look around um i just learned from the people in my game store they taught me things and i and i painted you know i read some white dwarf magazines and it was very chill it was a very it was very relaxed very fun and now that i'm older now you know i compare myself in multiple walks of life not just miniature painting but you know dog walking keeping up with the joneses you know thing yeah so i do a lot of comparison now which is unhealthy your yard scape my yard yeah my fucking like lawn mowing and grass taking care of game your manscape man i'm surrounded by old people and they're just fucking killer at taking care of yeah, lawns dude, it's like they got all day to do it <laughs> um but yeah so i think i think part of this question can stem from the fact that the older you get the more these types of things set in these feelings of shame. Uh, these, these feelings of comparison uh, may become a little bit more uh, realistic or uh, jaded or pessimistic. Uh, these, these feelings can come up more likely than when you're a child and you're more whimsical and, 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 and free spirited. So you're
0: going the whimsy route on this answer.
1: Well, that is that is one route um, that we can go down. Okay. But I'm willing to explore other routes with you together in this, in this journey. What the fuck are you doing with that fucking tongue depressor? Dude, I made a John weapon. took a tongue depressor, a bit from a raider, a Dark Eldar raider, and fucking twist-tied it to the popsicle stick, to the, to the to tongue depressor. It's not a tongue depressor! <laughs> Ow! Oh! Is it a good weapon? Kind of, yeah. You know, I actually tried to pick up some Kabalite Oreos yesterday, and I recoiled as I was poked by one of them. Ah! I was like, ah! Uh, so I was like, so spiky! I was like, this is very fitting for Dark Eldar. Or sorry, Dracari. Deldar. Deldar. Dildar. For the longest time, I thought... It was spelled D R U H U K A R I. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was Drew Hakari, but now it's Druk, D R U K H A R I, Hari. I thought it was Drew Hakari, like a fucking. I hope you're actually idiot. right because we're going to have so many comments. No, no, we are. I looked it up. Oh, good. And I remember <sharp> things when I looked them up every single time.
0: All right. So when I say something, you have to improve upon the weapon. Okay. This is like a building channel now, we build things.
1: Oh, okay. This is interesting. Okay,
0: okay, okay. okay. So you, you need some fixative. Okay, so you went with the nostalgia I think that there's there's some value in your your mindset, and i I'm a different opinion. And this is what we kind of started talking about. Why I was like, this does have some legs, and we decided we were going to do this topic. Was that? Unlike you, I didn't grow up as a kid painting miniatures. Okay, I thought you were going to stop
1: right there. He's like, I didn't grow up as a kid. I started as an old man. I'm Benjamin Button. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Slowly, I'm turning into a baby. (laughs) A baby. Baby. That's why you look so young and you're so old. Yes.
0: Yeah, because I'm actually reverse. 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 So, I don't have this nostalgic connection to a simpler time (laughs) where all I did was I got one miniature and it just everything was sunshine and rainbows and saturday morning cartoons and
1: maybe walter didn't either maybe maybe walter got started when you know 10 years ago and he was like i've noticed this change in the last 6 7 years
0: what the fuck yeah and i think some of that if if you don't have that nostalgic connection i think you you have less of like a pocket to slide back into to
1: <laughs> is that a thing people say ever
0: slide into the pocket is that, is that a john special i don't special? know i feel like it's got to be a real thing okay um, like that mental pocket. Oh, look at that! You got a little butt plug on there. That's not a butt plug. <sighs> this is a Drakari
1: torture plug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sliding back in the pocket, so you don't have
0: that feeling of you don't got those 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 glasses to put on. Yeah, that that that's kind of the feels good But what you do have is when you started, and your information level, your knowledge level was at its lowest that it seemed simpler. Yeah. It wasn't uh, simpler. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. your version of it, your world of it was simpler. And now you're like, you're absorbing, you're growing, you're becoming a better painter. If you're listening to this, you're doing it all right. <laughs> 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 then it naturally with that, more things are piled onto your shoulders. And then if you like take a step outside your own body, if you have that ability... <laughs> That would be a sweet ability if you happen to be a mutant. Yeah, you know, contact X Men. <laughs> <laughs> Call Professor X today. Yeah, you know, or like a uh, you know near death experience, right? Like you get you know you're just like riding on your roller skates down the street <laughs> and you get hit does. by a car, or you're you know you find out that you're an insurgent little baby and you get kicked into a wall. <laughs> you can't kill all of them
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay you gotta link that one below all right that's a cracker milk skit (laughs) called condom safety i think yeah (laughs) it's fucking great um you gotta watch it like two times at least the first time you'll just say what the first time you're confused The second time it all comes together
0: (laughs) it all comes together okay um i don't know where i was oh yeah so if you have a a a near-death experience and that allows you to you know, view yourself from the third person, right? Because the soul is leaving the body, that whatever. Right. They say that happens. Yeah, yeah. And then what you're going to do is you're going to like hover over yourself. You're like ghostly Scott, hovering over real Scott. You'll see, Scott, all that stuff on your shoulders, that's all that mini painting stress. And when you were a child, you you didn't have. have. You thought like a child. Yeah. And now you paint like a child. Rough but so now
1: you're in a man you're you're in a man you're in a man it's you still paint paint. like in a man you, you assemble <laughs> models like in a man <laughs> this is not a reference this is us just being idiots <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay i so you, what you're saying is is that i mean this the
0: stress people put on themselves is a negative thing and that i no, should get rid of it i or? think the more it kind of connected involved invested you are in anything in life okay the easier it can be to get overwhelmed because you just see all angles Uh, oh right okay yes yes you see all sides of it of course um so it doesn't mean that this wasn't there before it just means that it's a version of it now with your newfound knowledge and wisdom that is there yeah so this is you know great responsibility comes with great painting walter great painting comes with great responsibility that too,
1: that's what I meant to say. Uncle Ben, the rice company. Uncle Ben. Um, okay, I just thought of another thing. Unless you wanted to say more about your thing.
0: No, I. I also think we're coming at this kind of as a uh, like like a MythBusters to his statement. MythBusters, but, but we're not. I. I don't think we're we're gonna stay there. No, no, no. Yeah, we're ex- we're exploring many corners of this question
1: right now, yes. and we are starting out in the. This question question is full of shit question. (laughs) And then we'll go, but then we'll canvas the question and be like, okay, let's really think about this. But no, we're kind of, it's not full of shit. We're just fucking around. Um, Anyways, um, next thing to think about, and we discussed this in a long ago episode, but with the advent of social media, making comparisons and sharing knowledge and, you know, this whole idea that you can't waste time. Yeah. You know? What's that what's that line from Welcome to the Internet? Apathy is a crime. Yeah. No boredom is a crime. Some anything and everything all the time. I can't remember the fucking quote, but it's like, yeah, you're not allowed to be bored or wasting time ever in this current day and age. You gotta be listening to a podcast, gotta be watching a fucking video, gotta be reading an article, you gotta be doing work. Yep. And at all times you are either making money or getting better at making money. You know?
0: That's that's what the man wants you to feel,
1: right? Yeah, and and it, yeah, it, it feels like that. So it's kind of like and that 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 feeling kind of creeps into your hobby too. And it's like, wow, there's so many resources on the internet, paid for, free content, written content, video content, photo stuff. It's like, holy shit! Like you can, like there's no time to waste here. We gotta do this. I look
0: at like every day, there's a hundred new models being posted by amazing painters yeah what did i do
1: i know and we talked about this there can be this feeling where it's like you versus the world yeah because you view your instagram feed or your youtube feed as a person as an entity that is making more and producing more than you and it's like i can't keep up with this like everyone's so much faster than me well in reality they're all painting things at the same speed as you but they're all coming out together versus just your one effort you know your singular effort so it's like, fuck, like, so I think that definitely Reddit, social media, you know,
0: Instagram, all that shit that definitely contributes to this feeling of, wow, this is really serious. Yeah. And that's the, the social media thing really is a double sided popsicle stick. Yeah. It time depressor, tongue depressor. Uh, it's Get it right. right. Yeah. On one side. Look, all it is is just a twisty tie. It's fine. So, you know, it's all the pictures and all the inspiration and all the motivation and all the exciting, cool things that people paint. We all, like to all look the at great content to learn from. Yeah, all, all all the knowledge to improve is all out there. You just need to go looking for it. That's the that's the side of the tongue depressor with just a little twisty tie on it. But then you flip that tongue depressor around, and it's covered in Drukari death metal, like it's actually metal. For death, so it's death metal, right? Nice, Um, like a sword. You'd refer to that as death metal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think like an executioner's axe. Definition of death metal. Okay. Yeah. So uh, on the death metal side of the of the tongue depressor is all of the weight that comes with having access to all of that, right? And there's now sudden, suddenly responsibility on you to to consume it all, to use it all because it's there right? It's like you're at the buffet and you're expected to eat everything Yeah, because it's there. Yeah, and it kind of really is like that. It's like, I'm paid for it, and it's all here. I'm gonna eat till I can't drive. Gotta take advantage of it. (laughs) I want the meat sweats! (laughs) (laughs) He just like barked at me. (laughs) It reminds me of a story that um, we were on a hunting trip one time, and on our way back from the hunting trip, we went to a Chinese buffet because it's my, my dad's favorite restaurants in the whole world. are Chinese buffets, like <laughs> shitty Chinese buffets. Yeah, it's like yeah He yeah, would go yeah. there Moon over buffet. like, yeah, over like a you know a high end steakhouse. He'd be like, eh, let's let's go to the China Walk <laughs> 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 buffet. And so we went to one. We stopped at one on the way home from a fish uh, hunting trip. And it was me, my dad, my brother, and I laughed so hard. We got back in the truck to to drive again, and my brother like wasn't trying to be funny. It's just like making matter of fact comment. And he's like, I ate so much. I don't know if I can drive. <laughs> he was like, had this moment of concern. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he ate amazing. too much at the Chinese buffet. Yeah, that has to do with this episode. <laughs> um, uh, this is how you stick in extra preamble ramble. <laughs> yeah, you fucking sneaky get. <laughs> Sneaker in there. All right. I, I, got an, I got another angle for this. All right. Hit me with the angle of your dangle. Okay. Um this is the one that I thought about immediately when we we pulled up this thing and and that is what our hobby is. Whoa. Whoa. Our hobby is not playing video games. Our hobby is not watching YouTube videos. Our hobby is not <laughs> Whose hobby is watching YouTube videos? A lot of people. This watching so- a lot of people. Our hobby is not uh Watching movies and TV shows. Our hobby is not a passive activity. And you say, well, video games is, is you know it's not necessarily passive activity. I'm just saying, like general video games. I'm saying like competitive video games. Like your, how playing. about reading? Nah, yeah, it's not I reading mean, like, either. It's so like reading
1: and video game playing are neither passive nor necessarily
0: I mentally guess, uh, taxing.
1: Well, no, they are taxing. But here's the thing. I mean, okay, you explain it. It's okay. the, I don't think it's about describing the activity in any certain way. It's about what it produces. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. So if you know, if I'm sitting and just playing a mobile game on my phone or whatever, like it it just it's it's a pretty low barrier of of commitment mentally to do it, as well as accessibility. So when we think about our hobby um, our hobby requires a lot of things of us. It requires space. It requires motivation. It requires time. It requires tools. It requires the actual miniature. It requires the motivation to get to that miniature. You just flung a freaking <laughs> fingernail across the room at me. I flung it back and got you too. <laughs> Dinged off your headphones. <laughs> um, it's it's like there's this. It's a it's a much steeper hill just to to start doing the thing or to keep doing the thing as opposed to just I'm just going to sit down and turn on the old boob tube. You know, it's just so much easier and there's such a, an easy on-ramp for so many activities in our society today and maybe this is where Walter is right in that it's not the the issue is not necessarily the miniature painting being more stressful. It's that we as humans have tried to make every aspect of our life that we can as simple and like, brainless as possible. Like, oh, I need to buy this, this, and this. I have three buttons on my phone. It'll get delivered tomorrow. Like everything is is made to be the mm. the least impactful on your day and time and your brain. Mm. And that's not what this hobby is. Like, it requires more of you. It requires a little bit of of not being lazy. Um, and that doesn't mean that if you like, I don't paint every day it doesn't mean you're a lazy person. It just means that you. You have to be proactive in getting started and sitting down and putting paint on the model. It requires you to take some steps. And because of that, there's an inherent level of seriousness to it. It's like that doesn't sound like a fun activity is to build yourself up to just get and sit and do the thing. When you were a little kid, it's like you were so excited to sit and do the thing. Yeah, you never really saw the steps to get to doing the thing. It was yeah. all part of it, right? Yeah, and, and now as, as we're adults, you kind of put everything in little boxes of time and, and commitment and all that thing because you only have so many little boxes at a day because so many are already taken up. And so you you kind of overanalyze, do I want to do This is going to be six boxes worth. Is it, do, do I want to commit six boxes in my day when I only have nine boxes today? Once I get home from work, like you're you're putting a lot more weight onto the actual activity, uh, plus the kind of mental work that it takes to to really work yourself through a pro project that you try to make look good. Like it's not yeah. just a autopilot thing. You, I mean, you can autopilot paint and I think that's a healthy activity to do, but a lot of the time we don't want to do it. We want to improve, or I really like this model. or I really want it to look good and stuff. And then it's not, it's not, it's not sitting and turning on Netflix and just whatever shows up in my recommended and just hitting play. Like <sighs> that's, that's so much different. And I kind of wonder too, from a kid's perspective, we um, talking about kids Cause like when we were kids like we didn't I mean I didn't have the internet like i we talked about being bored like if I didn't do something it was, wasn't because there was a lack of things to do it was just they required a little bit of effort and now when kids just have like an iPad in front of them all the time and they don't have that are are they, are they less likely to do things like paint miniatures because that that is a higher level of effort involved into doing the thing I don't know. Mm. That's a a question I don't have an answer for, but I think there might be some some stuff there.
1: I have a question for you as a parent and for all parents that are watching this. Do you feel like having a child and sharing activities that you enjoy with that child is a way to kind of experience like childlike discovery of a thing that you enjoy and like live through them vicariously? So it's like they you see them enjoying it and like maybe they come home from school and like, Hey dad, Hey mom, can we do this thing that you showed me? And it's like, fuck. Like now I want to do it more because my kid enjoys it. Like I feel like I used to enjoy it or, or feel like I missed out on enjoying it or something like that.
0: Yeah. Like I'm not like a vampire where I like, oh, I, I no, absorb it's, like, absorb your it's generating experience. your own enjoyment. Yeah. You enjoy it in a different way. Like you, when I'm painting miniatures with my daughter or like we're playing curse city, I'm in not enjoying the game of playing the game. I'm not enjoying the game in the same way if I play it with my buddies. I'm, I'm enjoying oh, yeah. it in a different way. And it's cool to do that because that's like the only way that I've experienced to have that kind of experience.
1: Like, man, I'd love to paint miniatures with a little mini version of me. Yeah. Whether it's like a little daughter or a little son <laughs> or a dog, you know, or a little doggy. You could teach bullet. To paint. I mean, both smart enough. She could figure it out for yeah. sure. I'm Crusher, sure. I don't none about him. <laughs> no, no, no. Crusher, you just him, watch. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. He'll bark when um, the mailman arrives. Yeah. It's it's not that you get to double dip. At least in my experience, I don't get to double dip and like enjoy my mini painting the way that I enjoy it. Plus, she's painting with me, so I get to like double enjoyment. It's I am enjoying it in a different from a different angle. Okay. And and so there's different stuff that I just, cool with it. So that's my response very cool so yeah i think that's all i had to say about talking about this from it being a it's an active hobby it's kind of like we talk about maintaining your lawn it's Mm. like talk about stress talk about always you know trying to get better and blah 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 blah. well there's some aspects if like i really you know if you really enjoy having a pretty lawn and well taken care of and beautiful flowers and all this stuff you got to pull some weeds sometime and then pulling weeds takes time pulling weeds isn't fun but you understand that it's something you still want to do or still need to do because of the final product that it creates. So sometimes you got to pull some weeds, man. Sometimes you don't realize you're inside of a John Nenis analogy <laughs> yeah. until it's too late. Yeah. You can't get out now. The door's been closed. <laughs> like shit, I'm in the weeds now, dude. Literally in the weeds. You better pick them as long as you're there. <laughs> that's it. Sometimes you got to pull some weeds and that's okay though. So there, you, you need to find the fun and the weed pulling because you're focused on the thing that's going hap- to be once it's done. And so you, know, you can look at all this stress in a negative way or you can say like, no, this is just kind of the natural approach to um, really having a fulfilling experience at the end of the day. And I should maybe analyze the stress that I'm feeling and in, in, in not look at it in, in such a negative way light and just say this is part of it and shed what you can shed
1: yeah a really healing thing that i recently listened to and it sounds super basic but for some reason it kind of just spoke to me when i saw it was uh like in a sense stop shitting on yourself or be your best friend like when you're feeling bad have that third out of body third person view experience and be like look at this person and what they're going through you're the only person that knows exactly what you're going through and exactly why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Just step out and be like, "Dude, all that shit that you just experienced, that sucks, and you the way you feel is totally valid or you know, whatever, whatever the situation may be." That's a really that's a really positive thing. It was a really positive thing for me. Hopefully it is for you as well. Um okay. We we we've, we've, we've uh, discussed like the outer perimeter of this question sure. discussed you know hey is it valid where is where is it coming from what is it inspired by but now i think we should just take the question at face value and assume it's true okay okay miniature painting has gotten more seriously over the last few years have you noticed that uh is it a positive thing is it a negative thing should we try to reverse it like what, what can we do to reverse it
0: things we, like that we need to find a parallel dimension it's not that way.
1: We have a aliens right now. We yeah. had a lot
0: of alien conversations too this past this, uh, yeah. couple of days. Yeah. We, we, we hop into that dimensional portal. Yeah. We, we find ourselves there and kill them. Yeah. Whoa. Well, we can't be both there. That's true. I'm going to kill 12-year-old Scott
1: at the Games Workshop in Gurney Mills and take no, his No, we're
0: not time traveling. We're traveling to a different dimension. But you just way said different. kill ourselves. Yeah, so there's going to be a version of us like we'll juice through the portal and we'll be in your backyard, right? And we juice through, okay? And then we're going to come we're going to come in the the sliding window door, sliding door, sliding glass door. We're going to come, come through that, we're going to run down the stairs and then that dimensions John and Scott will be sitting at this table and Wait. they'll be reporting recording a podcast about something what, slightly different. Yeah, like Thai cooking wow okay that's
1: quite different but okay yes so they're down here there is that version and there's like freaking walks
0: on the wall Mm. and and we're actually Asian yeah No, it's still us. Okay. There's only uh, slight uh, changes. Uh, and so uh, oh, right. we come down the stairs and we have to murder them with their Japanese steak knives. For a moment I thought I was inside of another analogy. Then I was like, No, this is just this is just John Riffing right now. This is exactly how we deal with this. So at any point in our lives we see exactly us running towards us, we knew it was possible. We we knew we we're about to die. And or that's we why we know we're about to die. That's why I made that this weapon. Okay that's why i've been cutting and
1: filing my nail because when i die i want to look good at least oh i thought you were gonna use it as a stabbing no this would be a very bad stabbing tool after i made it all soft and round oh man okay anyways back to the fucking question i don't even know why we're talking about this trash uh (laughs) menstruating has gotten more serious okay maybe that's true okay because of some aforementioned reasons maybe it's not true but we're going to consider it true right now sure um I feel like it's it's valid to say that it's gotten more serious. And I think that um for my own personal experience, it's a a negative thing. Um I think I would rather be a shitty painter and happy and not know any of this exists than know it exists and be better and be miserable. Okay, I'm not miserable, but like that I, those are the two ends of the spectrum that I am evaluating right now and maybe I'm somewhere On that spectrum, closer to the "I'm a better painter," know this exists, and am slightly sadder than I would otherwise be if I was ignorant and blissful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm on, I'm like a six or seven on that scale. Whatever. Not a five. Not in the middle. So, so yeah, that that that's my thought. I I think it's totally valid question. I think it's a. I
0: don't think it's yeah. You don't think it's, yeah?
1: I think it's a natural reaction to what has happened in the hobby. I don't think that, like, it's just, like, people getting weirder as they grow up. I think it's I think it's a, a reaction to external stimuli. Yeah. Factors.
0: I think that as anything becomes more popular, becomes bigger... Mm, yeah, we didn't it, talk about that. It naturally evolves in ways and different sub-segments are formed. So, just like in... 1986, um, if you had your Nintendo Entertainment System and you got your Mario Bros. and your Duck Hunts, like, that, what video games were then, was much more simplistic than what video games are now, multi-million dollar tournaments, highly competitive, <laughs> anywhere, any game you can play online with leagues and, and rankings and all this, like... And it's not that that version of Mario and Duck Hunt aren't still out there. You can still find games that approach the genre that same way, but it's grown. And so Interesting. because especially it feels like in the last three or four years, the miniature hobby is, is just grown exponentially in so many ways. All these different sub segments come to be or start sprouting up. And some take hold more than others, and I think one of those is, and I think they can influence the the greater whole somewhat too, because what becomes more popular, what becomes you know more in the in the light of the general public, what is a something that is wouldn't necessarily be something you exposed to if you just started mini painting fifteen years ago, is now something you catch on to, or you hear about, or you see around you much quicker, and so it feels like that elevation of the seriousness the stress the this is all about being an amazing miniature painter and doing whatever it takes to get there it's, it's it's much more readily available now interesting
1: interesting comparison to the video game industry and how it has also gotten more complicated dude i turned it into it's like technology right technology enables you to make more complicated games do more complicated things stab your friends more often with Tongue depressors with dark eldar bits on them, um, and so the the industry reflects that. Yeah. Um, so the, I guess, has the technology around miniature painting changed a whole lot that would have impacted that? Uh, not not including like obviously the internet around it and, and information sharing, but like actual miniature painting technology, like airbrushes, have uh, I become.
0: I don't think more, that really. I mean, I don't see that as as a factor that influences the seriousness you know well I, f- I feel like it might so if i can if i can make the analogy that you just sure. made
1: um because we have in- more incredible tools to make more incredible video games we do and because of that the games become more complicated okay if we have more tools to paint in more ways more results are possible m- more levels of quality are possible to a wider range of people the the the, the mountain cap goes up
0: I guess, I think that that kind of puts some presumptions on that these better tools are the means to make better quality art. I don't think it matters whether or
1: not that is true. It matters how it's perceived. Okay.
0: Okay. yeah. From that perspective, I think that's probably a fair assessment.
1: So do people, when they see airbrush art, are they like, I wish I could do that. I want an airbrush.
0: Yeah. Do the majority of people say that? And if they do, then that's, that's what matters, Yeah, I think. Oh. Or... The devil's advocate of this is Please. because it's growing, the, ho- the hobby is becoming more and more popular, yeah, yeah. That, that means that's where the money is. If it's more popular, that means there's more opportunity. And where there's opportunity, there's the ability for folks to make money and make more products that they want you to think you need. Going back to the FOMO episode. Oh, I didn't know you were going in that direction. I thought what you were going to say
1: is because there is opportunity for earning money in the field, more people are coming here to earn money. And thus it is more serious. Oh, because now people are trying to make money with this. You got everyone who's everyone who paints a model makes a, fucking Facebook page for it. Yeah. Is, it's like a studio. You know, they're 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 hoping to transition into maybe being a commission painter or something like that, which is a total totally fine thing. But it's like once you introduce money, things get more serious. I thought you're going that direction. But what you're saying is also interesting.
0: Yeah, it's there's there's a bigger opportunity for making money here because the hobby is grown. Yeah. And that's where these other new products come in. And the products come in and they're being marketed towards you as something you need to get better or you need to be a better painter than you are when in actuality, it's probably somewhere in the, in the middle. Okay, I would say closer to you don't need them. The information is more important than a specific tool. But um, the fine-tuning of tools over time for specifically for our hobby is probably better. But I think it's really interesting what you said that the more money is introduced, the more things, especially the things that we're exposed to, are fueled in some way by money. Yeah. So... That amazing paint job that blows you away that you just saw on Instagram, a dude probably has a Patreon, and yeah. he, he probably is doing where he has the steps by step guide on how to paint it. Yeah, and for five dollars a month, you can get that. Or they have a YouTube channel. Or they are a company that makes miniature paintbrushes. Or they're like blah 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 blah. Or they have a 3D printing kickstarter or what you know i mean like there's there's a lot of things that we are exposed to that aren't just uh just this is just my hobby friends that all have day jobs and families and we do this for fun we play some games we paint our minis yeah that still exists it obviously is very much out there but a lot of the stuff we see um is has some influence on money yeah it's honestly kind of strange
1: i think for you and i uh, not to alienate ourselves from our audience but everyone we deal with in the hobby it almost is doing it for money mm-hmm. all the youtubers like okay it's not to say that we're like sellouts and that we only do it for the money but like our whole angle on the hobby is this is our job mm-hmm. and so like every sponsor we talk to is a miniature company every mm-hmm. youtuber talked to is that like, even dan he's the manager of the source and like mm-hmm. he's, he's interested in pursuing all these you know hobby related endeavors it's weird. Isn't that weird? I never thought about it before this very moment. That has to that has to not be good for us. Right?
0: Probably not.
1: Like I feel like it'd be amazing to be surrounded by hobbyists who are just like, dude, I fucking bought my new army. I'm fucking hyped about it. Can't wait yeah. to play the game. It's like that's 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 the right thing to care about. Yeah. You know it's, it's I'm gonna fucking cry right now.
0: What my brain went to immediately when you said that was the experience that I distinctly remember having when we we taught them any painting class. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's, it's just like th- these people are no- fucking. Yeah. Totally. Awesome people. Awesome people. That This is just their hobby and they wanted to learn and have fun. I know. And yeah. To mini. Absolutely. That's the, that yeah. That's and there the, was another weight on it. There wasn't any other expectations on it. It was, they wanted this weekend to be a fun weekend. I know. And yeah. Paint. I and that's it. what we did. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's a reason why, up to this very moment, we haven't sat and thought about the fact that a lot of things surrounding us in the hobby are, are by organizations or people or whatever that are doing it for a living. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't think that that's necessarily something that was like, oh, it's just a, it's a toxic thing or whatever. It's just something It's like, oh, I never not really th- thought about it that way. And so... We're getting this more towards our own, like, little therapy session than it is actually <laughs> no helping ki- no, other people. <laughs> no, no kidding, right?
1: Um, yeah. It is.
0: But I think you could, re- you could try to separate that for you, for your own self.
1: I think, you know? yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, saying that, obviously, a solution to solve it, if it were a problem or if you considered it a problem, would be to fucking hang out with people who are normal. Yeah. Not, not to say you aren't normal and beautiful but like when you and I and Vince and Sam talk what we talk about yeah fucking YouTube videos fucking Patreon fucking making you know making a dosh yeah I mean it, yeah because like we're all like you're always sharing information we don't all, only talk about that we also talk about we talk about painting painting a lot <laughs> yeah I talk about painting a lot Um, but like you know people don't like my friends don't care about that shit yeah so I should hang
0: out with them more like it's just like when you, when you like go to a happy hour or like a like a birthday gathering for people at your work, the the old phrase you know they're all our talking shop. Yeah. It's like you with people that have something in common with you that's also work. You end up just talking about that. You just stab yourself again. I did. Um, quit playing with sharp things. Um, and so that's just. That's kind of, kind of it. So yeah, whatever stuff. your shop is, your shop should be around the fun for the hobby and the painting. The yeah. shop shouldn't be around the, the serious, boring stuff, the administrative stuff. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: I mean, that stuff might have crept into like normal hobbyists too, not 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 making money, but like, oh, have you seen the newest Ben Comments video on his Patreon? It's like, oh, no, I don't sub to that one. I sub to a different one. So it's yeah. not necessarily about the making of money, but the spending of money and the inqu- inquiring and acquiring of knowledge and improvement in the hobby. So it's like we kind of already discussed that.
0: Right. But, you know, it could, it could turn into that kind of conversation as well. Um, I wanted to briefly talk about what the uh, the M word that you just said. And that was money. Money. Um, and that's from a consumer standpoint. I think that there's a level of seriousness or stress around this. And I don't know how much this has changed over time around the the expense of this hobby. So it's not cheap. Hmm. So that there's a little bit more of a a seriousness to it. like when you uh, I kind of think of it like as like a nerds version or a geeks version of golf, right? Golf is a very expensive hobby, and it's very few people that I know that play golf that they don't have a a level of seriousness to it, even if it's just like they're you know play once a month kind of whatever. like you have to otherwise you're just terrible at golf. And it's a really expensive hobby. The clubs and the balls and the shoes and all that stuff. And so you're an adult. You need to think like an adult. Um, I need to make sure that my hobby time, I'm making the most of it. I'm putting this in air quotes. I'm making the most of it. And that means that I'm doing well with it. And then that puts that weight on your shoulders because it's not cheap. And it's something that's, you know, it's, it's looked at as, as it produces a thing that I I need to make sure each one's as good as it can be. Hmm. So I think that there's a side of it too around money on the consumer side. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I totally agree. Not that it it has to be either. Like I said, you, you did a video where you spent $11 to paint a miniature Yep, and you bought everything you needed to paint a miniature Mm -hmm. $11. That's That's pretty cheap. That's pretty cheap. It's pretty cheap. So it doesn't nec- it doesn't necessarily have to be, but going back into the influx of more companies targeting us for products. Yeah. Because there's more things that are pressure on us to buy more stuff. Yeah. The more
1: I discuss this, the more it's like totally, totally legitimate thought that you would feel like over the course of your life in the hobby that it got more serious, like in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it totally has. Um, I don't think this is just like a Nostalgia thing or I'm an old Cynical adult now and I hate Everyone Um, but you are Walter You are are, yeah (laughs) bitter Bitter old man Uh, (laughs) I think yeah it's totally Legitimate that you might notice This and I'm curious about Our commenters obviously we've discussed Pretty much every detail that Might lean you toward a certain answer But I'm curious if uh, You know if you have noticed the hobby getting more serious, and if you have, in what time frame? In a three year time frame, in a fifteen year time frame, like how off how long have you been involved in the hobby and yeah.
0: and have you noticed that thing and over how much time? And how much of that do you think is an internal thing, a thing that you kind of grew to to take it more that way, and how much it was an external thing with these other factors were leading it to be this? It wasn't me actively making this choice for change. It's curious, kind of hard you, to identify. I know. Right? I, I mean, it's not an easy question, but we've got some smart goody peepees out there. Smart goody poopers. Yeah, because you don't get that moniker, that "Hello, my name is Sticker," with without a little responsibility. Nigo Montoya. Nigo Montoya, you killed my father. Um, I want to say really quickly that we're using this term "serious" through this entire episode, and we have we we've been using it in a very negative way yes like the word serious the is question, a bad word did you read his question it, yeah. it, it presupposes that it, this is a negative thing Yeah, a, that serious is bad and i actually come to think of it i don't think serious is the right word oh, here i don't know what the right word is i have another example of how it got serious but finish that okay um serious doesn't need doesn't need to be the antithesis of fun Ooh, right. But it kind of, it kind of, mm, it's not. I don't think so. Things can be serious and fun yeah. for me. That's Dota too. Yeah. Like when, when you, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, when you got your your significant other, your partner, whatever, when you decided to make it serious. Mm. I think that's when it starts getting more fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me,
1: definitely that was the case.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that means we had sex. <laughs>
1: I was going to say something really inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, definitely. And serious. it felt so good.
0: <laughs> I just had sex.
1: <laughs> um,
0: I can't believe she let... Me. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, this is where this is going. Okay. So, serious doesn't have to mean bad. Like, I'm... I'm and it, some of this is personality type, too. Like, I'm a pretty, like... I i have like an intense personality sometimes and the things that i really i really like i, I get very serious with yeah and that means i like it and that's why i am serious with mini paintings i really like it and so i don't i don't want to be like <laughs> and then slap around some craft paint and then I play it in my game Okay. I don't want to do that. I wanna be like I'm gonna make this the uh, best dwarf ever. Uh, that's that's my mental uh you know, my voice inside. Yeah, yeah. I get and, it. And and I have more fun for that. So it can be serious, it can be more serious as you go along your mini painting journey. It's not what's uh it's not what's happening who you are around you it's it's how you are choosing to perceive it mm. so how do you respond to that how do you deal with that how do you look at that yeah and it doesn't have to be bad you could say look it's more serious now but that doesn't mean it's bad it just means that i'm i'm going further on my journey and this was kind of a natural progression for me i can look at that seriousness in a bad way i can be negative nancy i think it, like it is i think i think it is i think there are negative things to it
1: and positive things too but those things are very very real they're not hypothetical
0: okay i mean
1: i'll I'll show you a concrete example right now okay show me we looked at golden demon uh, a pain competition that was in the 90s and we noticed a theme mm. in those competitions and that no longer exists it's a lot more lighthearted, a lot more lighthearted, a lot more comedic entries yeah. fun entries and fun. now they're all fucking grim and dark it's
0: like this is super serious Space yes,
1: marines are really serious guys and we can't take the piss no there's no more piss there's no more piss taking like no more-
0: where, where do i give all my piss no yeah. one's taking it no one. <laughs> What do I do with it? Throw it out my window in my in my night pot? Yeah. yeah, whatever, yeah.
1: Your night pot, along with your little pot full of coals to keep your feet warm. Don't get those
0: mixed up. Don't. Do you want poopy feet in Sorry. the middle of the night. Yeah,
1: do not pee. Do not poop into the coals. Yeah.
0: Bad, bad smells. Uh, night soil. <laughs> night soil? You ever heard that term, night soil? No. Night soil is shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that you dumped out your windows and it splattered in the alleyways. And that was the night soil. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You're you're getting rid of the poop in the pot. Yes, that's what you're doing At night. before plumbing. Yeah, when you lived in a big old stinky city. Icky. That's another uh, preamble ramble. Brought to you by John. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Anyways. Okay, okay, okay. There's an example if it's it's less serious because we brought this oh, no, up more because, serious, uh, more serious. We brought this up because I had a funny idea for a piece, and we were, I think we we're discussing this. And I don't know if it was you, me and Ben or you, me and somebody and somebody's like, well, yeah, but you can't really do that anymore. Like it's not going to win. What was it though? Was my idea? Yeah. I can't remember. Shoot. It'll come to me. Okay. I think I wrote it down. Okay. Excellent.
1: Yeah. So I, I think, so what sparked that example was you were saying that we're viewing seriousness in a negative light in my Pushback was that the things we're talking about are real and happening, but alongside those things, there are also the positive things of being serious that you just mentioned. That you derive enjoyment from taking it seriously, like you want to be like top fifty, top ten min- American miniature painters. Like you, like that is a thing. You know, you want to view it as a leaderboard. That's a competitive spirit. It drives you. Um, and that is a totally positive thing and i don't think it should be taken away.
0: Well, I don't I don't I don't think you have you can still take the increase of seriousness in your hobby as a um as a positive thing without doing comparisons with others. Too, oh, absolutely. You know. Absolutely not. Um, well, I don't think you have to look at it as you versus other people. I think you can just you I really enjoy this thing and I could be in a bubble you know. Yeah. locked in a cave for 50 years and yeah. i could still take it serious and no one else would ever see my stuff because i really enjoy this and i want to get better and i want to see what new direction i could take with my you know my miniature painting like i think that is is absolutely a uh, a real thing too
1: yeah those are the kind of people you don't even know about that exist yeah right because they have no presence on the internet so you don't know what they're doing and they're and, just fucking slaying it by themselves
0: and a lot of times there are those people out there that you wouldn't know that's that they are those people because they've got 10, 20,000 followers on Instagram just because people found out about them. And this whole time they've just been doing it because they really love what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And then the notoriety followed. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a natural progression. Is you really enjoy something and you really want to improve and then others will take notice. Especially yeah. now in today's day and age.
1: Take notice. No, they won't because they don't post their stuff anywhere. At the local hobby shop, you mean? Maybe. I don't know what I'm saying right now.
0: You're just making up words and phrases. Apathy
1: is a tragedy and boredom is a crime. There we Anything go. Anything and everything all the time. That's the lyric. That's the lyric. Well, things just come to you at the strangest of times. Uh, okay. I okay. I think this is one of the best podcast topics that we've had in a long time. Oh,
0: good. I'm glad you think
1: that. Um, this conversation was eye-opening for me. Mm. And I feel like gave a lot of perspective
0: yeah, I think there's a lot more. It makes me want to look at anything Walter says with a second look because yeah. usually Walter says stuff, and I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "Oh man, poor Walter." Oh yeah, so this you, is this is what you get if you are a member of of the <laughs> Patreon.
1: Right, right into a fucking. <laughs> Advertiser for our Patreon. So if you want to get shit on repeatedly
0: <laughs> You can submit topics And we can poop all over them And it costs you money <laughs> Here's the reason why this, this hobby ain't so serious Yeah, because this guy exists in it <laughs> Jesus Christ, it couldn't be serious Oh no you want, Do you want to say anything else about this? I, I don't have anything else No, yes. I think okay i think that to to you know to close the book on this i think we actually got into more interesting things in here than what we had even planned to talk about in this
1: oh yeah 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 well yeah we did, did stop th- ourselves yesterday in our, we did
0: because we're like okay this is going good enough did, but stop. i think the things that we talked about was enough for like for a full-fledged conversation and then we probably did double of those here because things naturally came up right in a fun way yeah um I, I i'm totally with you i feel like this is more up to me about self-reflection of how I view things Mm -hmm. and how, you know, I want to have my own attitude moving forward on things. Um, So there's going to be positive and negative around you in the environment, no matter, no matter what, it's just how you want to react to it. So if you enjoy this hobby, don't let out outside influences take that from you, you know, let you just, Come back to your center, be aware of them, the good, bad, and otherwise, and just go about them in the way that's healthiest for you. That's All cool. right. That's that. GLDR. <laughs> Out of the news. We Creature. got some
1: news. Creature Caster Painting Competition just uh, showed off their first, second, third. Uh, Resin Beast was the name of it. Exclusively an online competition this year. Two categories large and small. Mm-hmm. First, second, third in each this isn't the kind of competition where everyone gets first second and third based on a rubric there is only one first there can only be one and only one second only one third I guess there's two of them because there's two categories first.
0: yeah and then there was also like uh, dealer's choice I don't know what it was called uh, staff's choice or whatever so they get, they also picked a large model and a small model that was like the creature caster team um, their best their favorites yeah, of the each s- that didn't staff, that didn't play staff, pick. staff picks that's the word I was trying to get to for about 10 minutes yeah <laughs> yes staff picks <laughs> um yeah did
1: uh, uh i can't remember i know a long time ago we mentioned that i went over to your house and we spent some time taking pictures of your empress dragon yep uh do we show those pictures in a podcast i don't know okay i thought they were really nice and so if we didn't show them we'll show them now um yeah john entered into that competition and i know you were kind of on the fence about wanting to do it or saving it for the next like potentially adepticon in yeah. 2022 yeah um and you entered i did yes i entered an and ex- you got third place hey fucking hey, how many entries i don't know lots probably tons probably tens like 30s 40s something yeah. like that
0: right i think they had quite a few good fucking job dude thank you yeah i was i think the reason why i finally decided to pull the trigger and do it was because like i said i painted this model quite a while ago at this point and i wanted to kind of just close the chapter Close right chapter and right. she was painted for a competition that the competition never happened in here two years later or something like that year and a half later then she um she got to go to a competition and so i'm happy with that and i'm happy how she did um so yeah it's good it's, it's it was a struggle though and my hesitation was always that i painted it for an in-person competition i didn't paint it for an online competition mm-hmm. and i think there's a difference um I there think, is. I yeah. think there's. There's things you 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 cannot get away with at an in-person competition that you can get away with with an online competition. Yeah, it's because you solely you get to choose what angles you're showing. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you only get a couple of pictures and you make the your your money shots. You spend all your time there and, and yeah. And so <laughs> there was a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of stuff that like hours and hours and hours spent in areas of that model that in the four pictures of the competition are never seen. Yeah. And that, that bugs, bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. That hurts. Um, because you know, one of the aspects of this, one of the main, um, criteria was five categories for judging. One of them was storytelling.
1: And, uh, and I have a big story
0: that's told in my base and you can't, re- you can kind you can see it, but with only four pictures and they said what the four pictures had to be, of uh, which angles, um, you could see it, but it was, it was, it was not there. Um, in that. And so I utilized the base. And for the most part, the pictures that I saw, there's just in are big models, obviously it's hard to take a good picture with the base. And so a lot of pictures I saw, didn't really even have a base. So, um, so yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that I placed. Um, so yeah. So I got a, a trophy coming in the mail and I'm not, I'm going to quit talking right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really happy for you. Your model looks amazing. Uh, yeah, you beat out probably like, I don't know, 40 contestants. Like, Let's keep making that number bigger. Can
0: we make it like 400? 70, 70 400.
1: Um, I was going to make a, a reference to... I judged a Reddit painting competition oh, over yeah. the weekend. And it also is an online competition. So you get to pick your angles that you send to the judges. And if you haven't
0: painted a portion of the model, don't send that fucking picture. <laughs> Scott's not saying this because somebody actually did that, but he's actually saying this because... <laughs> It's just, idea, yeah, it's just a bad idea. Yeah, it's just a bad idea. Just don't. If say, friends, if you have like a butcher knife and the entire other half of it
1: isn't painted, just don't take a picture of that part. That's the whole point of an eye condition. You can, you can, you can phone it in and then not show the phoned-in part. Because if you ever went to a competition where a large part of the model was not painted, you're done. Your prospects are uh, uh, are destroyed.
0: I think typically in that situation, they take the mini out of the glass case, they put it on the <laughs> ground, and they step on it in front of you. <laughs> And they spit Like, what out. is this shit?
1: <laughs> just crush it right there. This yeah. is a
0: serious miniature painting competition.
1: <laughs> Walter! <laughs> there I am. There I am getting all serious again. But yeah, that is true. If a portion, a large portion of the model is not painted and you were to walk up to crystal brush, you would just, you'd get maybe get a finalist pin, but you, you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't
0: get a finalist pin?
1: You wouldn't. I don't know. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what happened. Uh, it just, it's
0: it's a no no. It's like a statement piece. It's like you're making art yeah. statements. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, I yeah, painted yeah. this the most, most beautiful miniature I ever painted, <laughs> but I just didn't paint paint the back of this butcher knife. It's like
1: it's like you paint like you prime it black and you paint one part of it like the leg, super fucking nice, and yeah. it's like you put it in the pieces called whip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like no you call it british whip british whip <laughs> yeah. one thing is completed 100 percent, and it looks fucking immaculate yeah. and everything
0: else is untouched yes yeah. um it's, I like that. it's like it's like the next level of painting the space marine on the sprue and not clipping them off the sprue yeah it's it's like it's yeah it's it's
1: referential it's like introspective yeah yeah
0: which, for those that probably don't know about that, which is just fine, I don't expect you to, that there was in Crystal Brush, it was like two or three, you know, probably at this point, three or four years ago, there was a piece entered in Crystal Brush that it was a Space Marine on the sprue, not clipped off at all, just a whole sprue. And they had painted the miniature very well, all in its sub pieces. Yeah. And then everything else was the gray proof sprue plastic. Proof. So this is like next tier of that. This is like, Oh, I see what you did there. I'm going to do it different. I, I kind of want to do that at golden demon. It wouldn't take that long because this is one
1: part of the model. And it right. would really fuck with some people. Yeah. And I kind of look I'm, at this. I kind of into that. Look at this strong environmental lighting. He did. It's almost pure <laughs> no, black. No, they would know immediately what I'm doing. Like they probably wouldn't even take it. They'd be like, what is this bullshit? I think, um, I think you'd make them take it. Uh, they're
0: kind of polite people. You Dude, know? Don't you know? Here, can I, I had they? my own convention in Italy. Okay. Yeah. You great. have to take my piece. <laughs> have you
1: ever heard of Miniacs
0: week? Come on. So it's
1: a week all about me. I have a whole week. Uh, okay. That that person who didn't paint the other half of that knife in that competition, that, the rest of the paint job, really fucking good. Yeah. Really good. Um, so yeah. So I want to say that. Like, it wasn't like a bad paint job. It's like, you clearly can paint the other half of the knife. You just chose not to. Or maybe it ran out of time. That's a possibility
0: so yeah so not only was Scott building Deldar over the last three days he also was judging this se- seated like right seated right where the camera is right now and I was like where Scott's sitting and I was painting and so I got to live me painting while Scott was just making like huh okay yeah. huh. all right uh hmm mm. like that's what he did for a day day straight and then it click, 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 click it took click, a click, long click, time click, 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 click. I gave like I gave like one to two paragraphs of
1: you know feedback to each contestant and there were five sections with five finalists in each so 25 total it's a lot there was yeah beginner intermediate small intermediate large advanced that's four i lied you're a liar i feel like there was i feel like there's five it doesn't matter um but yeah it was uh, it took a while cool
0: but i'm happy i did it also in the newsy news there was an announcement that they are re-releasing kill team Ba-ba-ba-da. World, orcs, w- World War II themed edition.
1: Yeah, with orcs and
0: <laughs>
1: Deathcore Krieg. Deathcore Krieg. dot Krieg. Yeah, so again, I am uh, faced with the situation where I have a long term video project based around a thing <laughs> that changed over the course <laughs> of the project.
0: Oh no. I just now
1: realize that this is Guild Ball 2.0. <laughs> well, at least the game's not dead. Um,.
0: Well, the version that you played in the video is yes, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Well, we haven't played it yet, but I am not going to buy a new version of Kill Team and learn the new rules because the video isn't about the game and playing the game. Oh, sorry, not about the rules of the game. It's more about the experience as a
0: hobbyist and doing the whole process of painting a miniature, playing with it. Mm -hmm. You could probably it's probably likely to say that unless someone is an active Kill Team player, that they in the way that you're choosing to approach this video, they wouldn't know. That you're playing the old version versus the new version. Yes,
1: yes. Okay. Maybe yeah. From the tabletop, it would not be obvious. Unless, okay. I, unless I show a rule book, which is uh, likely to happen.
0: Yeah, there's going to be some visual assets in there that may not be up to snuff. That yeah, may not be the latest and greatest. But otherwise, so yeah, the new new kill team. I didn't know the old kill team was was you know bad and old and boring, and new one was needed. But hey, it was an excuse to. Sell more cardboard, sell more paper, and sell more plastic. It certainly could
1: use a rewrite on the rules just to make things more concise and clear. Yeah. uh, I remember reading it driving to Michigan, and I took a picture of a section that was describing stand and shoot, which is the idea that you can shoot someone when they charge you in a miniature war game. Um, and the way it was described was so ludicrous that I had to like document how ludicrous it was um, so like stuff like that could be could be solved and I think it's not necessarily GW's fault that these things are written so crazily because like I feel like gamers sometimes have a tendency to try to find every single fucking loophole they can find
0: to abuse a thing well, when a you thing know, isn't rules isn't, is defini- yeah, isn't definitive ones and zeros and there's any room for interpretation, there there creates the a gap there, yeah. and then you can how you interpret it, you pick which side of the gap is more beneficial. Right. Um, I'll say this: I don't know if this is going to translate over to kill team, but if I had to put money on it, I would say yes, it had will. The new edition of Age of Sigmar 3.0. If you were to read through the rules they there i like in from my perspective the number one thing that they wanted to do to improve that game was to make those rules so much better defined so much more tight so much more clear and concise the game is aside from one section in that rules which is awkward everything else is so freaking tight like they are making an, a really active decision to make this a strong part of how they're approaching their games moving forward. So I think that's a good sign in theory for the the new addition to Kill Team. That that might be a big thing that they were addressing with here. Like okay. they did with that. So I think it could be a great thing. It could be a much better game in, in a cleaner game and a quicker game. Like, And that's the other thing that they did with the rules for Age of Sigmar. They're making it more interactive, more interesting when it's, just, when it's your opponent's turn for you to do things. But also... They're making rules decisions based on speed of playing to make it fun to keep playing and not just like, all right, we're in the movement phase. I'll come back in 40 minutes once all your dudes are moved. <laughs> uh, so, you're, so you're saying like the the,
1: the, the fact that H has the ability for like the opponent to interact at more points during the enemy's turn,
0: that increases the level of interactivity mm-hmm. and, and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and the way that they decided to change how some rules tweaking how some rules worked sped up the game so you stayed in the fun parts and not the the dull parts that take a lot of take a lot of time when nothing's really happening. Okay. So I could see this as being a good thing for kill team. And you might actually take a look at those rules and find like, Oh geez. Yeah. This is a better, cleaner, funner game. (sighs) I, yeah, I would hope so. I think that's a definitely a reasonable assumption. So
1: that is our news for the news section. (laughs) Uh, All right. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Thank you for hanging out and listening to us. Talk at you for approximately an hour and a half. Uh, Maybe an hour this time, maybe a little bit shorter. We never know. You're welcome, Amber. We never know how long this podcast is. If it's longer, we're sorry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: could go either way at this point. I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't know. And if you like the podcast and you want to support it, there are many ways that you can do it, uh, namely Patreon. And on Patreon, you get access to an extended episode, about 20, 30 minutes of extra content where we talk about a favorite model that we have seen from another painter in the last two weeks. We talk about a, uh, a community submission from our patrons, giving feedback and uh, comments and critiques. And we also talk about a new thing that we tried out in the last two weeks and uh, the results of those new things. This week was assembly-oriented. Ooh. Riveting. <laughs> very riveted. Yeah, well there's some goodies though oh some goodies right there for it's, the peepees. i know it's you, you, we get we get mental okay uh so yeah obviously as a patron you can submit your miles for feedback during an episode and you can also uh submit topics uh for us to use in episodes and we will likely uh trash you while we talk about the topic because that's <laughs> just you know that's what we do you know uh other ways to support the podcast you can buy a t-shirt from our Spring. I
0: got, I got a shirt on today hey
1: there it is no shirt um, you can find it linked in the show notes and in the description if you're on YouTube. Uh, other free ways you can watch the episodes without ads, sorry, with ads. Um, you can do that by whitelisting it with your ad blocker or just turning off your ad blocker when you're on our channel. Um, you can also tell your nerd friends about our podcast and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify,
0: etc., etc. et cetera. Yeah, you got all of the things I think there. I did. I'm very good at shilling at the end. Do 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 do. I don't know the song. No. no, it's Mississippi Queen. Hmm. Okay. I'm sure all the goody peepees know good old Mississippi Queen. I'm sure. This is the awkward part of the podcast where we have to say goodbye, but we're from the Midwest, so we don't know how to do that. <laughs> so we stand in your doorway, and we talk about hot dish.
1: Talk about the the game
0: and Packers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Packers. Packers mug. Talk about the Packers.
1: Anyway, <laughs> we best get going. Keep her
0: moving. Oh uh, yeah, well, well when we gonna see you next? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we should have a fish fry one of these nights, huh? Yeah, I got some bluegills down at the lake last Friday. Ain't gonna eat themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, we will catch you on the... Flippity